Billy don't run Billy. away. Don't run away? <laughs> yeah, because they tell people that I'm from New York and they run away because they're automatically assuming oh, it's really? like Central mm-hmm. <laughs> So how long have you been here? Um, this has been going on since, uh, let's say, 2019. You know, I mean, this episode yeah. right now is, yeah, it's like a real pickle of a pickle. I, they're, you know, real tricky son of a, you know what. Um, my neighbor, I get along with really great. So, you know, it's nighttime. And I've been on going on 12 years already with this shit. And I think what it is, this kid, I thought it was the owner's son, or the owner's brother's son. Here, I started thinking about it. I go, wait a minute. His kid isn't like that. He don't get nasty with you. or You know, he's not a nasty person, you know, as far as being sarcastic. And he started an argument with me. I go, you know what? I was just making making, making a comment. And anyways, I was only playing around with you. He was out there smoking a joint. But what it was is that it wasn't my neighbor's son. It was some guy that I've been seeing off and on the last four months. And he gets dropped off over here. And he hangs around over here like as if, you know, he lives there. And, I, and then when I started telling him, I go, I know where you live and everything, because I'm going to stop at your dad. Well, so anyways, I started thinking about it and thinking about it, because it's a two-flat building, you know? And I started thinking about it and thinking about it. I said, you know what? They, they can't be his son. His son has got not one sarcastic you know, bone in his back, yeah? Yeah. Is, yeah. is there anybody so, else on the phone call? No, I'm I don't curious. think so. No, I'm just curious. You know, I, I'm, I'm an admin, and I don't um I don't know who opened the call. I'm sure Ryan opened the call. Oh, I'm an ad- yeah, I'm an admin, also a moderator, and, uh, um, and I didn't know, like, like, if we had, like, a specific subject tonight, or if we were just free, okay. like, you know, like, ad libbing. Uh, oh, we go on Neil's call or no? I'm, I'm, yeah, Neil. Um, I, I like his. I like his calls because they're real serious. You know, they're real serious, and you know, it's not like sometimes you come on these calls and they get everybody's arguing, and I go, you know, we do not act like a bunch of TIs. You know, we gotta start getting doing something about what is going on here. And this is, you know, our lives are in jeopardy, you know? But according to what I heard is that, not next month, but in about four more months, we're supposed to go to Washington, D.C. So, you know, that's a good thing. And hopefully, you know, after this rally, you know, we're going to have a hearing date, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I I found two, I found two new lawyers that are willing to take my case. So I'm gonna do that. If I could just get you know like if I could just get my doctor and get this shit out of me, then I'll, 
I'll be happy. Well, yeah, because I get it all. I get the V2K, the FTX, the harassment, everything. Yeah. You get the remote neural monitoring. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been sick for at least a week. Also, the headaches, they've been getting me on my head a lot lately. Yeah, it's this Lindsay uh-huh. and, and Inslee character that uh, that lives directly. Uh, uh, that it it always seems to be like with nasty neighbors. Like even at, like like when I first had like introduced myself, I knew something was off. You know, because I was like, "How you doing? Listen, is there anything I can help you with?" Because she moved in. No, no, now leave me alone. I was like, "Oh, for the love of God!" And then and then it turns to this big thing. So now, so now she turned. So now she turned to the complex for help, and they did a little, you know, like like little like like legal nonsense. But then she went to the police too. So she wants two bites of the apple. So she wants the mob and she wants the cops. And and and, and she's calling herself desperate. It's a nightmare. Uh, is that where your family has come to New York? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, you yeah, know, I mean, originally, yes, but right now they're in different states. I'd rather not say on an open phone call. Oh, really? But oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I'm older. Yeah. I'm older, so, you know, so, so everybody moved away, you know? You're older? How old? I'm in my, uh, I'm in my 50, uh, 40s. Oh, wow, you're really old, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm not. You're not. Here comes. Here comes. What did I say wrong? What did I say wrong? I'm the same age, you know? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Um, You know. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. You just have to be strong, and 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 you got to keep documenting. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, if they don't do it, you can't prove I it. I document everything, everything. But the thing is, yeah, you know, I'm looking at it this way. This is what I find out. If you're by yourself, nothing gets done. I mean, they don't believe you. But if you gather a whole team together. And you're all getting about the about the same thing. You know, everybody has got a different case. You know, where I know who got me put on this. So, husband and wife, and I told them that they could not stay with me anymore because of their violent actions, and they were violent alcoholics, and that I came. Uh, I had moved to Nevada for about two years and went out there because it was good for my uh, arthritis and so I went out there and I seen these two people and you know they look we started talking and you know incidentally I, I am looking for some roommates because they said they had nowhere to go they just got some their apartment I said well you can afford 200 a month, and we might be able to talk. I'm just looking for a little extra money to pay my utilities, you know? So he says, well, okay. All we're going to do is let's give us a minute and talk to each other. Oh, so they got you that way. 
that's how they started. And the next thing I knew is was they were like arguing, starting trouble, almost got me evicted and stole all my identity, found out where my primary residence was. And when I came back home for a short while, you know, Christmas, all my good stuff was missing. My good jewelry was gone, you know. And after I came back, after I came back for Christmas, everything was upside down, and I noticed they fucked up my new car, everything. Yep. And it's the only car that I ever bought in my whole life. I worked my ass off that I basically paid like 96% cash on. And they put a whole, they put everything on it. You know, they scratched it up and everything else. Well, anyway. Have you, I said, have you interviewed? Let's go the arms around, huh? Have you, have you interviewed for anybody? Or like um, taking any um, depositions or anything? Or have you been, uh, have you taken any depositions or anything? No, I'm not. Have you made I, any? I would like to, um. Uh, Talk to just one or two two lawyers that are willing to take my case. But before I do that, they says I have to get a strong uh, information put together, which I do have. And I've gotten pictures because they threw me out of my chair. I mean, I flew several times in over... A couple of weeks, uh, over, you know, over a couple of weeks, threw me out of my bed with these devices. Unbelievable what these, what they can do with these, with this shit. And uh, I got black uh, pictures of me, him, black and blue, all over my eyes, my forehead, my face. It was like somebody just came and just beat the shit out of me. So that's in, those are in pictures. Um, I had a cop that I had a little thunder bender thing, okay, that I have his, I have his um, actual name and everything on the police report that he made up, okay, and if I need him to say yes, she was all beaten up, and I have even asked her about, you know, what, what happened, because he was questioning me, and I couldn't say nothing because of the fact that I was, you know, lawyers and stuff, or people were, were interviewing me. So I just says, no, it was another thing that I'd rather not discuss. That's how I answered him, you know? I go, no, nobody beat me up or anything, and I was laughing, you know. Yeah, because you don't want to lie to a cop, you know what I mean? Hello. And yeah. you don't want to lie to I'm a listening. cop. I'm, I'm listening to you, it's just I'm having difficulty following the story a little bit. So you ended up in a, so, 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 wait, so what happened? What happened was I had gotten a little fender bender in the parking lot of a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this cop took the police report 
So basically, he see me all black and blue all over my face, all over my forehead. So what I'm saying is if I need him to say, anybody to say, yes, I did hear like that, I've got to talk to say something. What's that? Yeah. What's on that noise? What's that? What's that on that noise? Oh. That's me. That's me. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately... You know, I mean, uh, sometimes like when you get hyper-anxious, you know, it's a uh-huh. hyper-anxiety. I, it's a hyper-anxiety that really kills it, certain TIs, you know, because they're always on edge. You know, it's like if you think someone's going to hurt you, you always want to know where that person is. So as a joke... Yeah, no. Well, there's a joke. This lady, this lady... This lady, uh, this lady does it as a joke, but then she like ran. It's like it, it, it couldn't be more of a, like a baiting and entrapment situation if you ask for it, because I was constantly saying to, you know, you know, I was constantly saying, you know, my house, you know, this one's gonna be a, uh, you know, this one's gonna be a domestic violence phone call, domestic violence phone call. So out of spite, she went and she did it, and 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 when it was in there, her 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 little one was. Was happy on the control panel. It was happy on that stupid device. So, so what I did was that I I looked it up, you know, and yeah. you know, you know, if anybody that has business in the sheriff's department, you know, to actually, you know, reach into their internal affairs office. So, uh-huh. but uh, but the, but the lawyer that's taking my case is pretty well known. Yeah, uh, what's his name? You want to tell yeah. me? I don't want to disclose it. <laughs> okay. I don't want to disclose it. Okay. Um, you know. I haven't made any decisions yet. I'm going to be talking or interviewing with one lawyer next week. And he, he you know, I found him. This guy what? was falsely put in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was over some other what? type of thing. Yeah. Or maybe not, you know. And the mother, the mother got really pissed off. My son, my son would not do this. I have a good son, and he's very smart, and da da da. So I, I picked him up on the news, and I, I put his name down and everything, and I started talking to him. He goes, "Yes, I would be interested in your case." Well, and I haven't made any decision. Yeah, they're creepy, you know. Mine used to to call into the support groups. You know how the phone numbers come up in the support groups? My, this, um, this one over here, she actually used to go on to, actually used to listen to the support groups. And Ryan said to me, he said, he said, Rob, have you been calling into the group? I said, no. So because there's this one that constantly shows up, you know, from the same exact area. So yours just started? You're saying? Wait, say again? Your your targeting just started not long ago? Mm. This particular phase of it, this particular phase, this one is um, this one is more overt than I've ever you know that I've exper- uh-huh. um, ever experienced. But what's fun? But but sort of what helps us is that she actually did go to the law. You know what I'm saying. So it does actually give us recognition or give me give me a foot in the door with with having at least because nobody else would go to the police ever because they knew it was wrong, you know what I mean but this one she went to the police too, to say whatever you know 
you know, the, you know, and she was so infuriated that you know that she basically is using it as like a moving department. Do you know maybe where uh, where it started from, or who is doing it to you? The, um, Do you have any the, idea? Or, yeah. Because I know exactly who the, the mine. That's why I ask. And you know, I just wonder if you you go, can go to file a police report. Since I do know who's who got this thing started on me, and say exception to that, they don't live in Illinois no more. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I could do that. You know. Oh, yeah. And I notice how bad we I've been getting uh, targeted. You know, and harassed. So I'm really suspicious. This guy, I'm pretty sure, this kid, he's about 20 years old. He lives, I thought he lived next door, but you know what? There was another car that was on the side street, and he's looking. My house is like the second or third, second house from the corner. And I look out, because I'm going to go play my lottery tickets. And sure enough, there was a car with his his lights on. They call them blighters. That they even yeah. have a name for that. They sit there. They they call. They're called. It's called a blighter. And put it brighting. this way. Yeah, yeah brighter. Spotlight. Right. Yeah, it's brighting. Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, the guy. The guy was on the side street. While the punk was just standing next door, like as if he lived here. I go, you know what? Do you pay taxes to live here? Then he's telling me, well, why don't you get, why don't you go? Just go. I go, let me tell you something. This is my house right here, and you have no business being here. I'm why I live here. I go, well, guess what? I'm going to talk to the people who own that place because I don't think you live there. How about that? So we got spiked for when they started that doing means That means you're spotting me. And if you're spotting me, you're taking my rights away from me. And therefore, I have a right to press charges on you. And you might decide to go to jail for a very, very long time because that's taking somebody's civil rights away from them. And you cannot do this. Good for you. And I'm... I'm very good friends with these people who own this house. Because I've been here 23 years. They've been here about 13. So I don't know. He kind of, he was screaming at me and everything. I go, you know what? You shut your mouth. When you become, when you get as old as I am, then maybe you might be able to talk to me if I give you permission. (laughs) Well, you have to at least be 49. Uh huh. You have to at least be forty-nine. Mm, a little bit younger <laughs> than that. No comment. It's okay. I apologize. I, I Are you drinking tonight, Brandy? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. Completely cool. okay. I just couldn't sleep tonight. I believe you. Nothing to prove. Hey, you know. I couldn't sleep tonight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well. So. 
And your name is Rob, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Very yes, nice ma'am. to meet you, Rob. My name is Christina. Nice to meet you, Christina. And you know what? A lot of times I, um, I've been doing this about two years. I stay out through the whole night, and I pick up calls. I, I have, like, my own organization, which is Citizens Justice. And I take calls from people that feel like just ending their lives and, um, you know, nothing other, nothing else I'll be targeting a community, though, you know, just for targeting. And I sit there and I try, I've saved probably about six, seven lives because when people were screaming, saying that they wanted to die and, you know, you don't. Because if you did, you wouldn't be telling me this. If you were going to do something to yourself, you wouldn't be telling me this. Oh, you know? that, that's nice. So you have to prove to me that you're willing to kill yourself. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, you know what, though? No, because really, um, I, I have a girlfriend that's a, you know, a therapist. And she told me the way the way it is is that when people want to, well, if a person's gonna kill themselves, they're gonna they're gonna do it. They're gonna try to do it, really do it. Okay, but if, if they if they just are trying to reach out for help, they'll say they they say they're gonna do it, but they won't do it nine out of ten times. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this girl I've known since grade school, okay? And so this, just to say, you know, like I stay up and I and I talk to them and, you know, I talk, I try to talk about families and talk about whatever it takes to get their mind off, to, to change their whole Yes, I'm gonna kill myself. Until no, I'm not gonna kill myself. Well, I go, you know, you just met your best friend because now you got me involved. You got me involved. Good. It's not. It really isn't. Well, you, you know, I mean, so much Nothing's harder than being a TI. Oh. No, yeah. that's how I look at it. You know, and um, oh. it just—I I don't know how anybody could go to sleep and do this kind of shit to people. I just don't know why or how, and why right. this ever started. This is our country, you know. It's just, and then on top of it, they're calling us—you uh, know—they're calling us terrorists, you know. I mean, come on. I I love my country. I would do anything for my country that I can. And now, I mean, I can't go into service. But what I can do is, um, you know, do my best. You know, I mean, I can't fight for what I'm saying is I can't fight for my country. But I could be a really good citizen. So... I don't have other people saying I'm a complicated person, you know? Yeah. 
I've done a lot of good things for people, you know, and I just don't see how how much evil, where the heck, and where did these animals come from? Well, let me take that back. Animals are some some animals are better than people. Creatures, maybe, you know. Where do they find these? Where do they find these things at? You know, did you ever think about that? I've had just as much as twenty people following me in, in a one day period that I noticed. Okay, and then I think about how about the people that I have not noticed? Where do they find these people? And you know what? It shocks me, and I'm ashamed of uh, of all communities that actually some cop can actually go up to somebody and just show them some piece of paper that's not even legit, you know. And, you know, it's like I believe in two sides of each story. How can they believe anybody and because a cop cannot share, you know, I, I, I'm i brighter than that. I mean, I know better that a cop cannot release any information about anybody if they're under an investigation. Okay? I mean, you know that yourself, right? Yeah. Right. So if a cop is working on a case, he can't talk about this case whatsoever until that case is completely over with. So how come is it that so many people are willing to harm others? Yeah. That's your question. I don't understand it. No, it is, you know. I, I had... Like this punk the other night. I've been seeing him at least six, seven times. He's right next door. He kind of looks, you know what? He kind of resembles my neighbor's son. He does. And I started thinking about it after I left the house. I go, you know what? That's not that kid. Because the other one, he's more taller. He's more polite, you know. And I go, well, wait till that son of a bitch comes around again. He's going to get his. So, you know. Are you working still or, or what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, I work in a few hours. What so kind of work do you do? Yeah, I have an installer. Oh, an installer? What do you install? Um, wire. Because I, I was a contractor for 23 years. And wiring, Cat 5, Cat 6, 2 pair, 4 pair, 6 pair. Um, what? <clears throat> wires. Uh, phone wires. Wait, what are you talking about? Electrician? Telecom. No, telecom and video. Oh, it's a video? Okay. Telecom. 
Why don't you talk to your lawyer, see if he's willing to take on any more cases? Well, he's very interested in, in the Cuba-China thing, sonic attacks out there. So, I mean, he's at my disposal. It's just I need to be in a situation where I would need him, um, you know, where I would need him to essentially come into the, you know, come into the scene. So, I'll tell you yes. what. He's willing to talk to me because i got to make a decision very soon here. I got now two attorneys and the one I don't really care for too much. The other one I haven't even given much of a chance. And the other, well, the next one, taking, I'm going to take one out of three. But I'd like to take one more. I had actually an attorney that I had to do a suit and, um, out of New York, okay? Um, I'm just wondering if I gave you my email address, would you be able to, you know, email me and let me know if he's willing to take on another case? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I was just lying. I was lying down. I'm sorry. I was like half asleep. Like, you know, like. No, 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 I am not afraid to go up to these people at all. I've, I've told a few of them off, you know. You know what? You are interfering with my privacy, okay? So you get your ass and you, you relocate. Because you're not going to do it around here because I will have you arrested. All right. Okay. Go ahead with your email address. It's C M A C K. Wait, wait, wait. One more time, hon. Wait, wait, start okay. over. C is in candy. M A C K. Huh? Like Mac, the truck. <laughs> uh-huh. 9988. At gmail.com. Okay. At least I'm not like other people. They got like a 30 letter email address. <laughs> yeah. And listen, um, my, 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 my particular, um, this particular lawyer, he's, um, he's really good. Um, very good. And, um, he's, he's actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I started to like recruit him into it by discussing because I know that we talk politics because I've hired him for other stuff, and um so I just happened to ask him, hey, did you happen to see what's going on in Cuba? And then yeah. he said, he said, oh yeah, I saw that, I saw that, and I said, you know that, that that's happening within the United States, right? And he's like, what? And then one of the and one of the thing came out with China with China. Ah, the one that thing came out with China. Uh, and then one of the thing came out with China. I was that. like, 
Did you see this? Did, did you see what happened in China? What the heck is happening? I said, you understand that this is happening in the United States right here, right? Yeah. That's, that's how I that's how I present it. <laughs> Dance the purge will I fall down there. Dance the purge. the purge. You like I that? Fall. I love it. It's great. You know, casual, casual, and hey, listen. By the way, <laughs> you know, and after that, he was it's like, all right, well, you know what? Just you just take care of yourself, you know. We'll deal with it when it comes. And then he was asking no, for referrals. He was asking for referrals. I have medical records. I have medical records on four or five different doctors. I have been pushed into the system involuntarily. I was under a lot of emotional distress when I signed the damn psychiatrist that they made me go through or otherwise I was going to be in big trouble, you know. So you had to see their psychiatrist? No, it was a psychiatrist. It was probably their their psychiatrist because what I heard... paid for the visit? Was under my insurance, of course. Why not? Okay. You know, they okay. had no, they didn't pay nothing. I did, but see, the thing is, is they they should have said, you know what? We just want to make sure there isn't a problem with you, like they tell everybody else that you're crazy or blah blah blah. Okay, well, yeah. if you're gonna do that, then you might as well pay for it, right? Yeah. So, you know, but no. And when I got in there and I actually seen the doctor, he said, we heard, the doctor said, we heard you got a problem with the police. I go, I don't know problem with police. My brother's a cop, you know? Yeah. I go, well, I don't know. This was 2010. Um, The the person had some pull that put me on this program. And however happened, however happened, that when I went into, when they put me in the hospital, they told me that I have some problem with the police. I go, and I told the doctor, I go, that is not true, doctor. I have no problem with the police. And basically what he was telling me, you're going to have a problem with the police. That's what he was saying to me. So, you know, got to use a little reverse psychology. That basically, I wasn't, I don't have a problem with the police. They have a problem with me. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I hate talking on these open phone lines. You know, start giving away like little tidbits of secrets and tricks and things like that. But you know what? I'll tell Listen. you what. If you want to <laughs> do an email, I will call you on our private line. Then this way, you got my number. Yeah, I yeah. um. Do you have a WhatsApp? I said, if you want, don't want to say your number, 
what we could do is you email me like now and you, you have Instagram? Right now. No, I don't. No. Do you have any programs I don't even like know that? How that works. No, okay. I don't. Yeah. All right. All right, let me. The other. (laughs) All right, no problem. Good. What's your phone number on? Oh, oh, wait. I don't want to put my number on here either. Okay. Uh, All right. Just email me. Oh, I got you. Right right back, okay? I got you. Okay. Okay. So, how long should I give you? About five minutes? Yeah, no, I just, um, I just, you know, you know, the thing is, is that I, um, you know, because I was going to, because I'm going to forward it to him, and he's a really good guy because I, I helped him, you know, I mean, I gave him good recommendations, and he wiped out my legal bill. <laughs> You're he sent me $5,000. <laughs> yeah. I run up great recommendations. I mean, you know, I, I run up great recommendations. How you got you five doing? thumbs up, five thumbs up, and five cases. I'm all right. <laughs> what kind of trouble said, what are you, you doing? Were you, know, you in like, trouble? No, I um. Well, yeah. First, um, you know, you know, when I um was getting, um, you know, just a whole bunch of combination of things, you know, like I said, like I mean, I'll call you. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you on a private line. I just um, he's a, he he's a really good he's a really good guy, and and he he's very he stands up for what's right. And he was a godsend because when I was looking for a lawyer, <clears throat> just for like a simple traffic matter, I mm-hmm. I started talking to this lady. I uh, this lawyer, you know, just like, you know, sort of like, you know, when they ask you questions, you know, you know, consult. I started telling this one lawyer, and I said, listen, you don't understand what's happening. She referred me to him. It was a godsend because when I told him, he said, how'd you hear about me? So I said, oh, Lauren told me. He's like, oh, Lauren, oh, okay, okay, great. Okay, so how can I help you? And then that's when you know I started talking about my issue, but then, wow. but then like over time I got closer to him because I realized the his dynamic approach, you know, saying that, you know, you know, just his wording. I mean, he's been in the New York Law Review. I'll I'll give you his information, but but he's um. So then that's how I casually said to him. I said, listen, man. Did you happen to check out what's happening in in, in, in Cuba with this attack? He said, uh-huh. "Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's 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 weird." I said, "You realize that that's happening in the United States, right?" Yeah, I mean, you know, you have these these um techno <laughs> these techno dicks. Excuse my language. <laughs> these these techno Richards. Well, I just never realized there were so many idiots in in our world, you know. And you know, I've always been the type of person to help others, you know. And, and I, 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 I did get into a dispute with these people and told them to stay out of my life and leave my family alone, you know. Mm-hmm. And next thing I knew, there was things missing and I was coming along 
I had to make a phone call to the cops every day. And, um, you know, every day I seem to be having to call them. And the good thing about it was at the time, a friend of mine that was a cop in my district, yeah, he says, he goes, I got to stay out of this one, Christina. I can't help you. I just can't help you. I go, what are you trying to tell me? And uh, he goes, I'm just going to have to do it another time. But let me just say this. It's something that, and then the sergeant came in. So he goes, oh, well, you know, ma'am, you got to do what you got to do. See, he was trying to back himself up. So right there and then, I knew it was some kind of crooked shit that the cop got me on. And this cop was a friend of mine, and he knew me probably 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah, he was trying to tell me what they do. Yeah, they, the sergeant was walking in. He says, well, ma'am, you're just going to have to take it as is and have a good day. And this, and I knew when he changed so he his subject. he pretended like he pretended like he didn't even know you. Like he was just talking police business, but he was really, he was in the midst of telling me exactly what was happening as the sergeant was walking back in. Yep. Wow. It's pretty intense. And, you know, he says, he, he told me, he goes, Christina, he goes, I, I love you. You're a great person. He goes, I would do anything for you. I go, whoa, what is this? What is going on? And then he started telling me, he goes, I can't. He goes, I got two kids left at home yet. I got one that's 14 years old and one's 17. She just graduated high school. And another one that's just, uh, you know, just started college. Goes, I can't do this. They'll start. And then that's when the sergeant walks in and says, ma'am, the police will take care of any problems. You just call us. See, he had to change the subject from what he was telling me that they were doing something wrong into, ma'am, we will take care of it. We will help you, blah, blah, blah. He had to do that. He had to make it sound like nothing he told me because they told he told me that they will go after him. There was something that could hurt him. And then he, they changed, he changed the subject. And he was a really cool cop. Telling me the different ways that, that people do and burglars do and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I have notes from here to there to there to there. Plate numbers, pictures, uh, doctors that refuse to take care of me. I got there, you know, where all I got to do is keep my notes and keep doing my notes. Now, how about you? Have you been keeping up everything? How about pictures? You got any pictures? Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, because you know what? Absolutely. 
I have to get this turned in to one lawyer and make a decision here in which direction and route I'm going. I've got okay. 48 people right now that are willing to go to Washington, D.C. with me, okay? I, oh, by the way, this if you is can organize, if, if you can organize something like that, that would be a godsend, you know. I can. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because the more the merrier and more exposure, the better. It's just, um, Right, you know, that's what I see, uh, and maybe that's what something that me and you could do together, you know? Yeah, maybe me I mean, and you could put something together. Um, I'm aiming. You know, I'm because aiming. I had a company for of my own for 23 years. And as far as a business-oriented human, I'm very good when it comes up to reporting, uh putting things together, keeping things in order, and, and going further. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm very good at that. And, you know, we could get, like, one more person. We're in business. I already have some ideas, but I'm not going to say it on here. Yeah, I, got a hold, I got a hold of a very important person, by the way. Oh. See, in the daytime, I do my little my little thing and I do a lot of research too and this person is a person who took care of a case years ago and it ended up being like a 200 and something million dollar case or a billion one or the other it was but it was huge and everybody they had to go into a class action lawsuit, which I am not willing to do, that was my next question on your attorney. Is your attorney the type of attorney that wants to get involved in class action lawsuits or not? Yes. Because I am not yeah. he's he's a um he he is a private attorney, however he is a civil rights attorney that is admitted that that is admitted to the U.S. Federal District Court as a as a as a uh, defense attorney. I do not want to get in a class action lawsuit, and I'm going to explain to you why. It's in our best interest, number one, and as I see that you have a lot of confidence in your attorney, which is great. You know, we I should see work. Okay, but on the other hand. You get somebody like myself that has been a TI for 12 years almost, and you get somebody that's been a TI for six months, per se, you, that person has not gone through the bullshit that, that, that you have. The torture is is much more... The harassment is a lot more. The uh, your rights have been taken away a lot more. You haven't been torn, take uh, thrown out of a hospital because you're sick. Oh, don't you please promise me you'll never come and visit me again? That's what they told me. Oh my God. Yes. 
promise that to me, Christina. So what it was, I walked in the emergency room, and my name was called finally, and there was a phone call, and he goes, please, I go, I guess I got to take this call. I'm sorry. He goes, I'll give you a shot for pain, and that should, that should make you feel a lot better, because I told him that I was having chronic pains in my back, which I had surgery in 2010, I believe it was. No, it was before that. 2004 or five. And uh, he comes back from the phone call and he goes, you know what? I'll give you something, but you're not getting no more than the Tylenol. So obviously what they told him is that I was some kind of drug addict, not to give me anything, to let me go through the pain that I don't want you to come and visit me no more. Could you please promise me that? I go, but why? I go, if I, I mean, isn't that what emergency rooms are for? He goes, just please promise me that. I go, okay, I won't come back to this hospital. I go, but I'd like to know what that phone call was about. Because I know that what you're telling me right now that phone call was related to why you won't why you won't take care of me. He goes, well, I told you I'd give you an aspirin. I go, have you ever had a uh, a level fourteen or fifteen on your on your pain, and you're gonna give me a Tylenol? Are you kidding me? When I'm already on medication? Yeah. See, I was I missed my appointment for my doctor. When I was out there, I missed my, uh, for my pain specialist. I couldn't go that day. I was scheduled to go. In fact, I had a reschedule for two days from the day I went into the hospital. And, I mean, they, if you go and get admitted in the hospital, then it's cool, you know. But if you're... If you just like going in and then leaving, they normally have to give you a prescription to go home with. But they somebody called them and said I must have been a drug addict or a drug dealer or something like that. She just made me do that. So I've got that. I've got that damn psychiatrist. I've got about four more plus that. So and I asked him, is there any reason why you're accusing me of being someone I'm not. He goes, I cannot discuss that. No. So have a nice evening. Just uh, sign sign your way out, and everything. Don't don't even worry about the bill. Yeah. So what I heard recently is that the cat, uh, so many of the, the officials and everything paid off the hospitals, so many different hospitals all over the U.S., that they accepted a payoff and they're not to tell anybody anything. Okay? I know, I know a lot. I just don't know enough because... There's some people that been on this 25 years. 
So I was going to ask you, what was the year that you actually think that you got put on? Um, I'd say 2012. You know, because the irony was is that I had, um, you know, I didn't realize, like, like not only how, how nosy, like, the neighborhood was, but how thin the walls were, you know. And one time when I first moved in, you know, I mean, because they're posing it as that they do this stuff to keep people, you know, in line or whatever. You know, you know, in the line enough. Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm digressing. So about 2012, I'd say, and I I was investigating like, you know, like you know things like you know like surveillance and counter surveillance and things like that, and. Wow. And then I started getting, you know, no, because I thought it was interesting, you know, you know, especially like with, um, you know, the cameras going, red light cameras going up everywhere and cameras went up and, you know, I mean, I got interested and that's when I got interested in the Edward Snowden thing and Julian Assange and Bradley Manning and, yeah. and <clears throat> you know, and then pretty much that's how it developed, you know, and then I, I got stronger. You know, you know, went through some, you know, went through some hard times, you know. But this one here, she's, she's, she's a devil. I mean, the people that were helping her had no idea who the heck they were helping. You know, I mean, I don't care. If, you know. Well, hey, I'm just letting you know we don't want to be involved in class action lawsuit because you will get the same. Amount of treatment that somebody's only that's only been on it for a month, so that means really? okay, yeah, example somebody that's been on there a month, they get you know like ten thousand dollars, and you've been on it for years, you're gonna get paid the same thing they will. Is that fair? No, it's not, it's really not. I'm a very hard worker, and I do. What I think that's best. I've been trying to get my organization going just like Ella. She's got some uh, doctor that's standing by her side, and he's doing a lot of work, and so so is she. Okay, and that's what I want to do for citizens' justice. Yeah. And I sitting around. I got tired of waiting for targeted justice. And I said to my thought to myself, you know what? I'm tired of playing their games. They're not doing nothing. I've already contacted them four or five different times, and they, you know, they're just picking the people that they want to pick, and that's not fair. So I'm going to give them one more chance. I'm going to give them one more email. If they don't contact me, then I'm going to put together my own organization. But it'll just be for, you know, something better, more clearer, no no games, no nothing. That the people that I'm going to permit to be in my organization and do the actual, um, re, you know, like searching and stuff like that, and that will actually be involved, will have to be somebody that's willing to do the legwork and this and that. I even got flyers that I'm, I'm you know, throwing thrown out in the public. I'll, I'll, sometimes I'm standing in line and I'll say, yeah, I've 
We heard about, you know, what this darn uh, government's doing. They're, they're, they're harassing people, they're following people, and they're harming people. Um, they go, really? How do you know about this? I go, well, it's all over the news. Yeah, can you tell me more about it? Sure. You know, pull out a flyer, you know, hand it to them. And I go, and if you have any other questions, just call me that number. But as a citizen, I would like, you know, to have one of our people talk to you and tell you exactly what's going on because we want, other, other than the people that have already been harmed by this program, we need people that have not been harmed by, harmed by this program. Yeah. And they go, well, how can we get involved, you know? And um, I'm finding out that the most, I already got it down the path, the places that they'd like to hang out at. they like, for example, they like to, oh, if they know you're in their grocery store, they'll follow you all around their grocery store until you're done shopping. You know, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll just uh, stand. as soon as you get in line, they'll get in line right behind you. Oh, right behind you, and know something that pisses them off is like say you're in line, and they'll come up behind you, say, "Oh, excuse me, I didn't get all my stuff," and go around and get in the back of the line again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <something> funny. <laughs> so. But, you know, I mean, if you're interested, this, uh, my organization has been just about, just about two years old, something like that, year, year, year and a half. And I haven't been, the problem is, is there's a lot of people that I talk to, but people that don't want to dedicate themselves to you know, come on, you know. The main thing I'm concerned about is to get my life back in order. That is the, probably about the worst thing I've ever done in my life is to talk to the wrong people and allowing somebody to help them out. And his wife, him and his wife, he had nowhere to go. And I took them off the street. And then I found out they were violent alcoholics and used to beat on each other every other day, okay? And I finally was told that if you don't let get these people out of here, you're going to have to go. Okay. So, and then it was really weird. They were telling me nightmare stories. I even asked them if they've ever murdered anybody. I'm serious. So, have you ever murdered anybody? Yeah, I go, you know what? I I just uh, can't have this. Both of you will have to leave. So I'm going to give you up to this weekend, I told them. And I, I want to see you gone. You know, no more. And now I'm going to call the office and I'm going to change, uh, have the keys changed in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that was that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm telling you. 
may God be with us. I, I mean, I'm a Christian. Not everybody is. But I'm going to say this. Whoever is not a Christian better start saying, learn how to pray because we're in the end of times. And I'm not a, how would you say, I'm not the type of Christian that makes people, force people to do, you know, to go out and pray in and knocking at doors. I pretty much keep my Christianity to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if there's Christian people that are around and they're talking about the Bible and everything, I will do so, do the same, you know? Yeah. So I just thought I'd let you know, um, you know, who I am and who I'm about, you know? And if you're interested in getting serious, and I don't know, uh, have you dedicated yourself of being involved with any organization? Yes. Yes. Like, uh, which one is it? Um, well, originally, originally I started with OSI. Um, OSI, that was just something that I had found uh, with, with, um, with Ryan. And, okay. Um, and, you know, when FFCHS was around, um, I'm involved with PACS, too. Um, you know, Derek had me do the uh, Polish uh, conference call. Um, I think it was about a year ago. Um, you know, you Did know, you he, have a problem understanding them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes the discussions would go left. You know, uh, and, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes the discussions would go left, and then it'd be like a, like a bickering match and really counterproductive. So I was just like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. So, so then I just independently started doing my own research, my own thing, and then um, I and then I formed um, OSI 2.0 because I figured that, you know what, it, it's the 20s, 2.0, and you know what? We're beyond the regular OSI. But I don't know. I was thinking about maybe starting something newer. But I don't know. I I kind of I I, I kind of grown you know attached to Ryan and his activist ways and yeah, I like you know, Ryan. And, you know, Ella and he's funny. You know, yeah. yeah, and and I can't believe it. But I actually heard on Ella's phone call there's this lady that had a. PSA, she made a video about, I'd say maybe like eight years ago, and she has this distinct voice, and I heard her on Ella's phone call a few days ago, and I flipped out, I was like, oh my God, ma'am, thank you so much for coming on, you don't understand, when I was a baby in this thing, first learning about the technology, I always used to listen to your video, you know, because she wouldn't disclose who she was on the phone call, and she's like, you know, when I made my little PSA, I didn't say nothing, and and I didn't say nothing to her, but I didn't get to say it because Derek didn't, couldn't find me in the list. He didn't scroll down to unmute me. But I heard so many people from, like, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, did you hear this thing about Linda? Pardon me? Did you hear this thing about Linda? No. I know yeah. her. Yeah. Linda, 
when the Oh, did I hear about Linda? Oh, the one yeah. that passed away? Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, she tried to help me out um, at least two years ago. And this doctor that was bullshit found out he was a part of the, the program. He was involved with it, you know. And he was a very high, you know, uh, high up there doctor. He had a lot of different awards and everything. Ended up being that he was a professor. Well, I liked him, and so I started going to see him because I was so extremely ill. And I had my body was filled with fluid. And it's like, why aren't you taking care of this, seeing that how much water I am that's in me? And um, I go, why didn't you take care of me when I was in the hospital? He says, oh, I don't know. Just like that, I don't know. Then I asked again, and he said, well, I'm not sure if it was or was not a congestive heart failure. Okay. My ankles look like a bowling ball. And my legs, too. Okay? I ended up having three heart attacks then. I almost died last October. Yes. And my mother, they they murdered my mother three years ago. And, uh, you know, that's okay because I do believe in what what comes around goes around. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, hon. I'm sorry. No, it's um I I can only imagine the you know, you know the pain is just that you know, it gets you and I in a mode where you think that there are people coming after you and then something tragic happens and you correlate that between what's happening. And, you know, could it be, could it not be? You know, and and that's just going to drive us up the wall. That's just going to drive us, you know, so hard to remain centered, you know. But my... uh, Mind takes to play with me. She, um, she, you know, what I'm saying it's like it, it's like I'm the yarn, she's the cat, you know. <laughs> but are you there? Hello. I'm sorry. I, sorry. Hello. Yeah, we get disconnected. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did they disconnect you too or what? No, I was here. Hmm. You're talking. So are you like in New York City or another just another part of New York? No, it's just a, a, another part of New York. Like okay, I was in New York. Uh, oh, shit. Two thousand eight. Is that near Buffalo anywhere? Okay, yeah, it's up there. Yeah. I I loved it out there. It was beautiful out there. Um, only thing, lots of snow. (laughs) 
I I really don't like cold weather, you know, and I know I'm in a cold city, but you know, we can't choose where we're born at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I like to one day go somewhere where it's warm. Believe me, if I got paid off for this, I'd probably go traveling. First, get well, get taken care of, right, and get these implants out of me because that's what's making me so sick is these implants. And somebody else told me that um, if you you can't get all the implants out, so the ones that are by our skull. Uh, by the way, do you know uh, Luda? Do you know a lady by the name of Luda? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, well, yes. Luda told me that we cannot have every implant out because we will internally bleed to death. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, you know, I think that it's just it's like in the ear canal. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I can, you know, I could, I don't know, I can, you know, I don't know, it's almost like they turn people into an antenna, but but mine, I mean, mine was so serious. It was like such yeah. a serious situation that I had going on with them, with them last well, year. Well, last week, on, I have been so sick with my headaches and I mean chronic like headaches really bad and what I've been doing is putting a hat making my own homemade uh, hat with aluminum in it once it's in once you make that you keep that on and then after the next hour goes by your headaches should start calming down a bit, you know? Yeah. So that's all you got to do is get one of these baseball caps or one of these pull-down hats, put the aluminum in there, and within the hour, it should be better. Because I'm telling you, this week has been a real, real killer, you know? It's... My head, it just feels like ba-boom, 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 you know? Yeah. But that's what Luda told me, that if you get those taken out, just like one, even one centimeter, depending on which way it moves, that actually can kill you. You know? That's what Luda said, you know? And she's a very... Very wise lady. Um, she's pretty educated as far as it goes with medicines and natural things and stuff like that, you know. I mean, I believe her, you know. Yeah. Um, are you having a lot of physical pains or anything? Because um, that's my problem is just the joints killing me and... You know, I mean, there's some real serious shit that's going on right now. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're doing to me. 
shall I know. Um, you haven't had no heart trouble or anything like that, have you? Huh? That was a question. You haven't, I asked you, you don't get no chest pains or anything like that, do you? Well, anyway, that's cool. Well, don't forget to send me your email address, okay? I'll chat. Talk to you later, Rob. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Email, email me that.
This is the first step along your path to a gateway, a gateway beyond which is discovery, your own discovery of reality, of truth, of who and what you are. Now a simple preparation. Because of the special audio techniques used, it's important that certain sounds reach your right ear and others your left ear. To be sure of this, you should be hearing my voice in your right ear at this moment. If you are not hearing my voice in your right ear, turn your headphones around now so that you are hearing my voice in your right ear. Now, as you listen to the sound of ocean surf, move your body into a more relaxed position. Release any tensions or strain points. Move into whatever position is best for you. The sound of ocean surf, of waves, a natural sound most people find pleasing and relaxing. It is a sound of natural energy, a natural energy always present when the ocean meets the shore, a sound of waves of energy in action. This is why it is a symbol at the beginning of each training exercise, because you are going to learn to use waves of your own natural energy. You will learn to focus these and direct these energy waves that even now are a natural part of you. Waves of vibrational energy. Your heart, for example, is beating to create pulsations or waves of blood flow throughout your body. Low vibration of energy at work. You breathe air in and out of your lungs. Slow pulsing waves of energy you create and use. You talk and you create faster waves of vibrational energy in the air around you. You listen as you're doing now and your ear takes one vibrational energy and creates another that your brain can understand. All of these and many, many more are natural energy vibrations that you generate and use every moment you exist. And for the most part, you're not consciously aware of doing so. And that brings us to the point where we are right now. This exercise and others to come will help you learn to create and use consciously for your own mental and physical well-being such natural energy. You will learn to perceive it, tune it, to focus it, to direct it whenever and wherever you so desire. You will be able to control it with your conscious mind 
rather than being controlled by its non-conscious activity. You can do this calmly and without fear because it is only another part of you. Because it is your own life energy belonging to you and to no one else. Many wonderful things can happen when you do control your own vibrational energy and you will discover these as you progress through these training exercises. To help you develop your own coherent mind and brain, there are specific sounds you will hear, and it's important that you perceive how they work. This will demonstrate it. First, a tone in one ear. Notice that it is steady, it is even, without fluctuation. Now we will shut it off and place another slightly different tone in the other ear. Notice that it is also steady, even without fluctuation. Now when I put the first tone back into the other ear, you will hear both at the same time. But there is a difference. You start to hear a wavering, a vibrato in the tone. When you hear this, your brain is beginning to act in unison. The two halves of your brain, the hemispheres, are starting to act and perform electrically as one unit. This is what is described as hemispheric synchronization, or hemisync as we call it. This greater natural brain-mind power is what you will learn to use. So relax for a moment and explore this new feeling of hemisync. Thank you. 
Now you are more comfortable, your body more relaxed, your mind relaxed but alert, and you are ready to take the next step in your preparation. Create now in your mind, or just simply think about it, a personal energy conversion box. Visualize or simply think of a large, strong box with a heavy lid, a box so strong that it can contain and hold anything you put into it. Think of such a box now. Now raise the heavy lid of your energy conversion box and place in the box for the moment all of your physical matter, worries, anxieties, and concerns. You will not need them during this exercise and they will simply get in the way. Place in the box for the moment all of your physical matter, worries, anxieties, and concerns. You won't need them during the exercise and they will simply get in the way. Do this while I wait. Close the heavy lid tightly. Close the heavy lid tightly and turn away from your energy conversion box.
say in your mind, say to yourself, I am more than my physical body. Because I am more than physical matter, I deeply desire to expand, to experience, to know, to understand, to control, to use such greater energies and energy systems as may be beneficial and constructive to me and to those near and close to me. Also, I deeply desire the help and cooperation, the assistance, the understanding of those individuals whose wisdom, development, and experience are equal or greater than my own. Here is the next step along your path to the gateway of discovery. It is called resonant tuning. Breathe as I guide you, and as you inhale, pull fresh new energy into all parts of your body and up into your head. Then exhale through your mouth, pursing your lips as if you were blowing out a candle, and think of a stale, tired, used-up energy moving out of your body into the air you exhale. Here it is again. As you inhale, pull fresh new energy into all parts of your body and up into your head. Then exhale through your mouth, pursing your lips as if you are blowing out a candle and think of stale, tired, used up energy moving out of your body into the air you exhale. I will guide you now. Inhale, eyes open, fresh energy into your body and up into your head. Hold your breath. Exhale, eyes closed, stale, tired energy out of your body. Breathe normally now. Inhale, eyes open, fresh energy into your body and up into your head, hold your breath. Exhale, 
eyes closed, stale, tired energy out of your body. Breathe normally now. Inhale, eyes open, fresh energy into your body and up into your head. Hold your breath. Exhale, eyes closed, stale, tired energy out of your body. Breathe normally now. Breathe normally and relax, your eyes still closed. Breathe normally now and relax, your eyes still closed. Now for the next step to resonant tuning. Begin again to breathe and move at your own pace in your breathing. Inhaling through your nose, pulling fresh energy into your body and up to your head. And exhaling through your mouth, blowing out the candle, blowing out stale used up energy. And as you exhale, use your physical vocal cords to hum or sing along with the resonant tuning sound. As you exhale and blow out stale used up energy, use your physical vocal cords to hum or sing along with the resonant tuning sound. Inhaling and exhaling at your own pace and humming or singing as you exhale. Begin now. Thank you. 
Breathe normally now and relax. Breathe normally and relax. How you are complete in your resonant tuning. Perceive and experience this new sense of being. I will wait while you enjoy your resonant tuning. Take another step along the path. I will guide you to focus three, the starting point of the gateway experience. I will count from one to three. And when I reach three, your mind and brain will be much more in unison, much more coherent, much more complete. I'm going to count now. One. Three. Relax, explore, enjoy and experience the patterns of focus three, the synchronized brain and mind. I will call you when it is time to return.
Recorded live. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Fellow Adamites, we have seen the cracks emerge in Babylon. We are seeing the cracks spread. I don't believe it will be too long now before we hear Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen. And Yahweh willing, we shall all be there to witness it, and all the world shall bear witness to the power of Yahweh. If you have not begun to prepare for the things which are to come, the things which we are already starting to see happen, then you had best do so now. Now is the time to make preparations, gather supplies, make plans, and focus your efforts to keep on the straight and narrow path. Be right with the Heavenly Father, and he shall bring you through the plagues that await this doomed nation. Today is December 27th, Sunday, 2009, and Bill Fink is joining us for Russia Number 1, a collection of reports on Bolshevism in Russia. How are you doing tonight, sir? Hello, sword brethren. How are you? Praise Yahweh. Quite well. Yes, praise Yahweh. And um, you started to read over this document, but you said you wanted to, before we get into the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, you wanted to cover the background of how Russia was a solidly contrary to the mainstream view that it was some backwater, second-rate, agrarian society of basically oppressed serfs. Oh, right. Russia was an incredibly free nation. And, and I'd like to make a presentation uh, of a few pages from the Third Rome by Matthew Raphael Johnson. And, and this is an excellent book, and I read it six or seven years ago, I guess. And um, it, it's, he's, he is a, a Russophile, don't get me wrong. He, he's very, he very much loves the Eastern Orthodox Church and, and its traditions. And, and he, he is definitely a lover of Tsarist Russia. And, and, and he makes a balanced presentation. I mean, he points out it's false, but he's, um, yeah, you know, he's a Slavophile, but he's also a revisionist historian who, um, instead of getting his history from 